Hey, welcome to another episode of Jazz and Sasha. As usual, it's just us two talking. I hope you enjoy the episode. So just quickly before we get started, I wanted to invite listeners to listen to our first episode if they haven't already. Um, if you're enjoying the podcast, I feel like you'll enjoy the intro episode. And especially if you're if you listen to this conversation and you liked it, um, we actually share more about our personal stories in that first episode. So just wanted to mention that. I feel like you'll, you'll like listening to that if you haven't already. Um, cool. So, man, to kick things off. So, yeah, just to be clear, the kind of t- question we're exploring is why did we leave our corporate jobs? I thought I might invite you, Sasha, to share a little bit about the work that you were doing um, prior to what you're now doing as like a maker working on your own project. So like, what, what were you kind of doing kind of for work after college? Um, what did that look like? Yeah. So basically up until, up until last year when I quit my job, I was a full-time software engineer. So yeah, that was basically just like, I mean, I don't know, software engineer does a lot of stuff, but basically I was either, writing code or managing some kind of infrastructure or attending a lot of meetings. You wouldn't expect if a software engineers attend a lot of meetings also depends on the company. Um, but yeah, just like a super, I don't even know. I would say a super corporate, very corporate nine to five. At least that was my first job because my first job was at a bank. And then the second job was at a startup, but the startup wasn't like, it wasn't like a typical startup experience. Usually the startup experience a lot of people talk about is becoming really close with your coworkers and like you feel like you're almost like in a combat zone or something and like you're slugging through this, this like, I don't know, firestorm or something, but you're making progress and your company's growing and things are, things are kind of going to shit, but they're also going well at the same time and people bond over that a lot. That was not the experience for me. Uh, my experience was like the startup was like hell bent on to me. It seemed like it was good. Cause it was, it was really good for my learning and progress as a software engineer, but it was like, it was just like hell bent on getting stuff done, being efficient, putting stuff out. And there was not a lot of like that camaraderie. It was like all of the hell part without all of the camaraderie part, <laughs> what it felt like to me. And eventually that kind of led up to me, you know, quitting my job and then kind not kind of going down this route, which honestly, I think I always knew I would do and I always wanted to go down this route, but I didn't necessarily have the courage to do it or yeah. Yeah. Basically that. Yeah. Yeah. Hope that answers the question. <laughs> it does answer the question. Out of interest, how, how big was the startup that you worked for? Like in terms of like employees size? it was pretty small it was like i don't know i'm gonna say i was like the 15th person there and when i was there we were never over 50 uh or we just had gone above 50 employees but we were also split across like three offices so in san francisco where i was at there was maybe like 30 people there so it wasn't it wasn't massive like i knew everyone Mm mm-hmm like CEO, CTO, whoever, like I was around those people. Interesting. What's interesting about this is even though it was a different industry, I was working in recruitment. I worked in, was it this way around for you? My first, 
my, my yeah my first proper my first real job i had like a year working for a corporate in between my two degrees that i dropped out of but um my first proper job if you like was with a corporate big big recruitment firm like um they're actually foot they were footsie footsie 250 which is equivalent to like the s p 500 it's like the top they're in the top oh, okay. 250 so in terms of you know financials but also lots and lots of people um and um then i joined a company where there were like anywhere between whilst i was there 40 to 65 of us so did you it's, it's interesting that we both had big organization and then kind of a bit smaller yeah experience. that's funny um, so that yeah that's interesting and then the second thing i guess one of the other things i picked up on i was picked up on was that first organization you worked for you described it as very corporate and like <laughs> yeah. emphasis on the very and the corporate so <laughs> what does that mean to you like what, what like what are those do, define very corporate like what, what kind yeah of- to me very corporate yeah. is like it's like this slow moving juggernaut like i don't know how to describe it i can only just i can only relate it through my experiences there right. which were attending loads of meetings being part of like this team where I had a manager who was like kind of, I don't know if she was crazy, but she was like very angry, like very upset about something all the time. She was always like yelling at people. (laughs) It's like very aggressive. Um, And just like, yeah, just attending all these meetings, everything going super slow, like loads of politics, Um, especially when it came to like promote promotions and like how, the company perceived each other just like just like i think like the epitome of like bureaucracy almost what it seemed like to me is is yeah i was just like the whole time i was there i was just like this is a load of shit like i don't understand how any of this is working but it's working and everyone here is getting paid but they're doing work like so slow i don't know i was just like i was like i just can't believe this exists but i understand it now i didn't understand it then i understand it now because it's like people are trying to secure the bag and they don't want to do that much work. So I guess it makes sense. <laughs> Sounds yucky. Uh, bureaucracy. Again, what's funny is I, my manager, well, my first manager, I had a couple of managers. The first one, I, I literally, this is true. I, I'll tell the story after I describe the manager. He was very micromanagey, and that was just horrible as someone who was getting used to doing sales and picking up the phone when I felt very self-conscious doing that to have a micromanager. So yeah. this is what happened. It literally got to the point where I was getting so unhappy and I was like literally doing all these long hours. I was exhausted and then I'd have to go in and I knew again, I'd be in this environment. I didn't want to be in a micromanaged. I didn't turn up one day. I got off the, I think I, I took a train to an internet cafe and I sent my resignation. And what happened Damn. was my original trainer, who was a director in the training program, um, she liked me for some reason. And she was like, I heard what happened. Um, come and join my team instead. So I then had a different boss. And that was a little bit, that was definitely a, a better working environment. What's interesting is, I don't, I don't know if this is what it was like for you. But the second company I worked for was a lot nicer because it was, it actually was a lot nicer. It felt like um, 
it genuinely it genuinely did feel like I think it was described as like I describe it as there can be a perception of like people who work in sales and people who work in recruitment and the people there like wouldn't be the sorts of people you'd necessarily expect they were just they're actually just nice people so I actually liked who I was working with in that second place but it was just there might have been less bureaucracy in politics and all this stuff but it still just wasn't ideal it just still wasn't so I, I was like i've tried this and i've tried this and like i don't know if the was the thinking for you at the time in joining a startup was that was that like well this is going to be better kind of this this stuff in corporate is kind of annoying me a little bit I want some of that camaraderie and this, and I just want more fulfillment and what I'm doing, maybe less meetings. This is going to be better. Like, was that like, talk to me about kind of that. And you know, that. Yeah. So like also some context before I took that first job, I had, I had one internship that was like basically a consultancy. So it was, I was just coding and programming and I really enjoyed that. And I was doing a lot of that. Mm-hmm. And before I joined that company, I actually had, they gave me like four months of time off or not time off, but cause the way we joined was in cohorts cause it was uh, like a college program. So essentially a bunch of college students would come in together in this cohort and they onboard everyone, blah, blah, blah. And then you would go to your separate teams. Um, and I had spent those four months before that, just coding programming stuff that I enjoyed having a lot of fun. And then going to my team and that's what I call super corporate environment was nothing like that. And I thought it was going to be like that. I thought it was going to be like, cool, we're going to make some stuff. We're going to build, we're going to be building a lot of stuff and doing, I just thought we were going to be building stuff. And it was a lot of not building stuff. It was a lot of maintaining existing old code and just like doing a whole bunch of stuff that I thought was super boring And I just was like, this is not good for my career. I'm not learning anything. I'm not really doing anything, but I'm getting paid. And it just just felt wrong. Like it was so misaligned with what I wanted to do. I was like, this is, this is absolutely not at all what I want to do. And so I was like, I need to join a startup because I'm, that's where I'm going to learn the most. That's probably where I'm going to do the things that I want to do, which is, you know, build a lot of things quickly, learn as much as I can do all this stuff, you know, I was like, that's what I thought I wanted. And basically, yeah, I like went around interviewing places and stuff. And I ended up getting one job at a startup. And yeah, it was basically just the it just didn't align with what I wanted to do and kind of who I was as a person as well, I'd say. Also, another thing is like, those corporate environments, I think, you know, like, Look, I don't know if you know, or this was just my feeling, or it's a personal thing. I feel like corporate is there's this box, and they try to jam you in this box, and they're like, be like this, be like this box, get in there. And I was like, I don't want to fucking get in that box. I don't want to be, you know, like, I don't want to have to act whatever the way is that we're supposed to act here. I don't want to do everything that everyone else here is doing. And it just felt like I was being controlled. I don't know how to describe any other way. And it's just like, I fucking hate that. I just want to be free. I want to, I just want to be me. And I, I feel like I can't be myself in a corporate environment. 
that, that was also like another huge thing. Yeah, man, we've, we've spoken a lot about freedom and being ourselves. And yeah, that was my, 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 my feeling is, especially in larger organizations, corporate environments, if you will, yeah, there, there's a lot more process. There's a lot more layers. There's a lot more bureaucracy. There's a lot more. And I feel like, especially when you're in, at entry level, it might, it might be different, you know, at the, the higher echelons, but you're more, you're in a box. Like you are like, it's very day to day. This is what you do. This is who you have to be. This is how to do it. Um, so, yeah. Uh, and what about you? What, like, what were the reasons? I mean, did you feel a lot of these things when you were at your job and why did you decide to leave? Like, was it kind of the same thing? Like just misaligned values or? Yeah, like for sure. A lot of the similar stuff's coming up. I think, I think one of the differences is you're doing, you're doing development now and it feels like you enjoy that's something you enjoy. One of the things you yeah. do is development. I had I no idea what I wanted to do. So I really had no clue. I think I basically, I just loved learning stuff at school and like broad range of subjects. And then it came to what we call A-levels when you're 17, 18, you've got to choose four, then three subjects. And um, I, yeah, I, that was just, I didn't know what I want to do from that, from like, I didn't, but, I didn't really think about what I wanted to do for a long time. And then obviously when you're coming to apply for university here, which is what you guys call college, I just didn't, want to, I just didn't know what I wanted to do. And then I went to university and I was like, I still, I don't know why I'm doing this. Like I literally don't know what I want to do. So I ended up in recruitment because I was like, I like working with people and I still want to make, like, I want to make some money and all this stuff. But I knew, I always knew that that wasn't it. I don't know what it was, but I knew that wasn't it. But yeah, certainly the experiences you're talking about in terms of, yeah, just not being able to be myself and politics and control and like, especially as like an introvert, like managing my energy in like a open plan office sales environment, like that really didn't align with me, all this stuff. Um, and like I say, the second place I joined was better. And I think it was a really valuable experience. I, I do, I choose to believe that everything happens for a reason and that I got a lot from recruitment in terms of like just softer skills and confidence in myself and being able to, I think honing a skill I already had, but which really matured, which was like connecting um, with people um, and being outside of my comfort zone and all these things. But yeah, like I say that, that second place was better. But when I, once I'd, I got to earning, um, I think it was like, yeah, like I was one of the, like I broke into like the top five. I was, and I was the youngest. I made 65,000 pounds that year. And I was like, whoa, okay, that, that's good money. But like, I knew I didn't want to, I knew that it wasn't, the, I didn't want to stay in that career long-term. Um, I didn't want to manage. And I think that's when I, it came to a natural ending of like, I've got to where I want to got to. It's worn me down. I've been doing this five years. Um, yeah. And I, I actually did consider like working for startups and this and that. And I went through a mixture of a having less of a, I didn't, well, this is the thing. I knew I didn't want to sell. I didn't want to do a sales role in a startup ideally. Um, 
so again for you you were a developer you apply for development I, was like, oh, I don't want to sell so like obviously that was that made it difficult for me to start to work in a startup without not selling i was looking at more like kind of hybrid sales and marketing roles in small places and then also just going through interview process and being like turning up and like everyone was super busy and i was like whoa i thought i'd be these were just more like kinder nice like happier places to work and i realized also that that wasn't necessarily the case um oh yeah <laughs> I was, yeah dude i, I, I like, think it's really like some marketing like, bullshit it's just a cool word and i was like ooh, ping pong and ooh, <laughs> yeah. to wear my own clothes and i'm like this is kind of still the same shit it can be better because i think i like having doing like having more of a variety like like knowing who i'm working with and just having a role where i'm focused on more but i'm also like it can also be really hard work and ironically i did end up after i so i quit my job i did a master's i ended up for about a year working for my friend's company so he has a how many of us were there like 12 of us maybe um i was working remotely though ironically doing sales um and other things but yeah i think ultimately i realized that some organizations are better than others and I'm more of a smaller organization guy than a bigger organization guy, but this is still not where I want to be. It's still not, it still doesn't feel good. <laughs> Even like, yeah, it just doesn't feel good. Um, I, I agree. You know, there's two things that came to my mind while you were talking. One is like making money and Basically, the thing about making money was like when I was a software engineer, I was making good money, way more money than I needed. Mm. And just the situation I'm in now, I don't, I don't really care that much about money. And look, if I had kids, I had people that depended on me, I had something like that. I like, I have a lot of respect for my parents because they did this. You know, they came from another country, they had nothing. They came to America, they took whatever jobs they could. They didn't give a shit. They were like, we're putting food on the table and we're making shit happen. And they didn't care. Like, you know, they, they did that. Um, but like, for me, it felt like when I, even though I was making all this money and it was great and like, I didn't grow up with that much money, but I was making all this money now. And I was like, why, why do I need this? Like, I don't even need this much money. And it just felt and if I kept going and I kept doing it, it just felt like I was trading who I was for money. And mm. I, like, I didn't want to make that trade. Not unless, unless it was necessary. Unless like I was really like fucking, I was starving. I didn't have anything. I didn't have anywhere to turn to. I didn't have anywhere to go. I didn't have anything to fall back on. Then yeah, easily I'll make that trade because that, <laughs> that's a worthwhile trade. Having food, having these things that are like necessities to live. 100% I'll make that trade, but I'm not in that position right now. I don't need to do that. And if I can, if I can make it happen, I can start making money from something that I enjoy doing. Then to me, that's like, that's the dream. Like I want to do that. So I, I at least, and if I don't at least try, I think I'd be pretty bitter when I look back on, on my life. Um, so that's, that's one thing. And then the other thing is like, you didn't, when you got into college, you didn't know, what you wanted to do. You didn't uh, figure out what you, like you didn't know what you want to do, right? No idea. Okay. 
that's I wanted that's good I wanted you to answer that thank you <laughs> and um <laughs> and basically the other thing is one thing that I've learned about going like the indie path or the indie journeys is like you'd get to do a lot of experimentation you get to try a lot of things and one of the things that I've tried recently is YouTube and I'm fucking loving it I'm enjoying it so much and I never I literally never in my wildest dreams would have tried I don't know why I said that I basically what I'm trying to say is I never would have tried YouTube if I had continued down that corporate path. Like I never would have been like, let me start a YouTube channel. Like that's because I didn't think of myself as someone who could do that. I thought of myself as when I worked that job, I was like, I'm a software engineer. I do software engineer engineering related things. I learn about these things. I do these things. And it's like, you kind of box yourself, you specialize, which is good, but you, you close yourself off to a whole world of opportunities when, when you do that. And just by going down like an independent path or a path, that's just the one where you're like, I'm going to try and figure this shit out on my own is like, you figure out, you actually figure out things that you like, that you enjoy doing. And so in my experience, this is one thing that I found that I really like doing right now. I don't know if it'll always be that way, but I enjoy doing it right now. And anyways, those are the two things that came to my mind while you were speaking. No, thanks for sharing both of those. Uh, I want to quickly respond to each of those. The first one is, because they both feel really important. First, and I've got something to say. The first one is like, um, I'd say you you would be second generation because your parents moved, right, from, um, was it Serbia? Yeah, yeah. I I think, yeah, I'm technically second generation, yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm like third gen because it was my, my, my mom was born here, dad came in when he was two from India. But that, again, similar to you, like my... My, my granddad was living in a room full of people and he had to walk miles to a factory and then he ended up having his own shop and all this stuff. My dad was the youngest of seven, first one to go to university. My mum was the eldest of five, was at the age of 10 working in the shop, um, kind of helping bathe and cook meals for her siblings and doing her schoolwork at like 10 or 11. So they both, like family, like I got so much respect for that. Um, and I think what came for them, one of the things is like, okay, we've had all that and you know, we've had to do this, this now the opportunity here and the thing to do is for you to be safe and secure and to go to college and to get a good job and to have a conventional well-paid job. So yeah, I don't know. I would be in a different position if I had, you know, if I was an adult and I maybe had some kids and I'd moved across and I just had to do whatever it took. So I, I could really relate to that, first of all. Um, and uh, actually, let, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me ask you, actually, like what, how has that been for you in terms of kind of your, your family and your parents? Have they been supportive? Um, has, was it, has it been challenging? Like what's the, what, what was, what's the response and the reaction been from your parents in, in you know, leaving conventional working life to doing what you're currently doing? <laughs> My parents are like the most chill people of all time, I think. <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> like, I think my parents, they don't care as long as I'm happy, I think, uh, for the most part. And they yeah. know I have like a college degree and I, they know I, I know how to manage my money. I'm not like a maniac or anything like that. So I think they're pretty, they know that I'm, not a lunatic <laughs> not crazy so they're pretty much cool with me doing whatever and 
yeah, overall, they've been supportive. They're like, you know, go for it, try it. And I think they kind of are in the same situation as me. They know I have something to fall back on. I have, you know, software engineering or whatever. I can always fall back on that. Um, awesome. So, yeah, that's like cool. they, yeah, no one, no one has ever been like discouraging or anything. If anything, it's I've gotten into my own head about that. Interesting. Yeah. Similar in some, yeah, similar, but different for me because my parents always told me, do what you want to do. Like I had, I've had, I've got a lot of like, I had like Asian friends and acquaintances, if you like, whose parents were like, you've got to go and do this or this, or it's got to be, this is a choice or whatever. Like literally. And mine were always like, you can do what you want. Just want you to be happy. Just want you to work. That being said, this has been quite difficult in some ways because I think, um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's like unfamiliar and unknown to them. Um, and a lot of other, like their friends and like members of my family and my cousins and everyone and my brother, like they're all doing safe conventional stuff. So I think they always let me do what I wanted to do, but it's been quite difficult for them in terms of like, uh, yeah, this unknown path. And I've definitely felt that I kind of felt some of that fear and concern and I know that they do worry about me. Um, but yeah, no, I thought it'd be interesting to hear, you know, what the vibe was like for you. Um, and then I think the, the second thing you shared was like talking about, you know, YouTube and not having, you probably wouldn't have done that working in corporate. I think for a lot of us who choose this path and just wanting to, and you, you know, not like, you know, again, when you're working in a job, really you're more of a specialist, whereas I'm, I know I'm more of a generalist slash like multi-passionate person, like scanner. I don't know if you've heard any of that terminology. Um, so don't get me wrong, doing this, I've had to, I do have had to know when to rein myself in and still have some focus, but this path is definitely lended itself more to me being able to express and try like, my own choice, my own free will, my own time, my own place. Like I can do what I want um, and I can try to try out different things. And I've certainly done a lot of experimenting and exploring, but that, that, that trying and the doing and the, just this, the expression, if you like, um, has been really helpful. Like I'm, um, I, I am, I realized I'm really a lot more creative than I thought I was. Like I never used to connect with that word because I um, just didn't see, didn't see myself as a creative person. But if there's one thing I've learned in the last three, four, five years, increasingly so is that I am creative. Like I've got a real deep need to create um, and to you know, in different ways, you know, like I've like my writing and, you know, I've got podcasts and channel as well. And yeah, I just like making stuff. Um, I just like creating. Um, so, so yeah, unless there was anything else you wanted to add, uh, I wanted to take the conversation, move it conversation on along a little bit. Yeah. Um, and I guess we, we, we've discussed a lot. We've discussed like about perhaps what was lacking and what we didn't like about working in our jobs. I actually wanted to ask you, and I thought, you know, maybe it's fair to bring some balance to this. Was there anything that you did like about working in a- I fucking hated it. I fucking hated it. 
<laughs> I got to be honest. I look back at those years as some of the worst years in my life. Not even joking. Like I went and I saw a therapist and I was depressed and I was, I hated my life. As a I result, was that, this is a, was that a direct, do you think that was directly related to your being in, in employed? I think, I think it was the reason I didn't like my life. Yeah. Wow. Uh, because now I have a lot less, I make a lot less money and I'm way more happy and I'm struggling much more than I was. It's like, I, I feel fantastic. It's like, I can easily pinpoint it. Look, I'm, I can't say it was, look, the paychecks were nice. <laughs> paychecks were great. Look, the money was awesome. I love the money. Um, but I really didn't enjoy it. I really didn't like it. And I just think I've, it just, it never was what I felt I wanted to do. Yeah, I don't know. And it's like, I don't know, maybe there's a job out there that I can do that I like doing, but, and I've, I don't know, I worked three years and I was, I worked two jobs and maybe if I kept trying jobs, I would have found one that I really liked, you know, but the ones that I did, I did not enjoy at all. And it was very, I think, I think the worst, some of the worst years of my life. Yeah. Hmm. Man, I feel like I'm just, it's one of those conversations where I'm just agreeing with everything because so much is resonating because we, we've talked about, again, this is something we, you and I have talked about, like, you know, uh, whilst we were in Madeira, mental health and like, uh, like, I've got, yeah, um, I've been in therapy and I absolutely do think that, yeah, my mental health is so much better now and a big component of why it suffered previously was in the working environments I was in. Um, for the some of the reasons we've just, just described, feeling stifled. And I think that lack of expression and creativity was really huge for me, for my well-being. And I just wasn't getting that then. And I now I've got, yeah, I've just got that now. And that's such a key part of like who I am and like my, just like my soul's happiness. I will, I'll say, um, actually, I'm sorry. There is like, I think some of the people that I met, actually, this is a, a big takeaway. Some of the people that I met during those jobs, I really, really liked. And I met, I actually made some, I made one super good through my first job. Uh, like an amazing friend. And I would say the people was, was probably one of the best. I was probably the, probably the best part, like aside from the money or whatever, because obviously that's great because it allows you freedom. It allows you to do more, but yeah, I met some really, I think I met some really awesome people and some really like some really interesting people as well, especially in San Francisco. Um, well, yeah, I'm, glad, I'm glad you said that because I was going to try and nudge you into <laughs> into finding at least one thing that you liked. And um, yeah, yeah, there's a couple there's a couple of pe people I, I'm in touch with as well. Like one of them, he now lives in Denmark. He's visiting London for a week and I'm going to be seeing him. He, I worked with him. Um, and yeah, there's one or two others in there as well. Um, and I think that's that's one thing that made it easier for me, especially in that second company. Like I really did like the people. 
Um, so yeah, uh, it, it, I didn't like so many things about what I was doing, but again, the people that I worked with and because in recruitment, so much of what I was doing was with other people, with candidates and clients. Um, that was what, that was probably what kept me there as long as it did. You know, I was yeah. a guy who'd be talking about, you, 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 you know, the conversations we've had. I'd be talking about everything and then I'd get to the, like, we'd get to the end of this scheduled hour for the client and I'd be like, oh, I better, I better ask you about this job that you're trying to fill now that I've, you know, found out about your, you know, all your kind of family problems and your life story up until this point. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love the people. I love the conversations that I had. Um, and I mean, look, yeah, also, I think there's probably some other good things in there, but I think the people, but it was just, again, my experience, overwhelmingly bad. I'm sure there was more positives in there that I could pluck out. There's definitely like some positive things there, but for the most part, not enough to keep me there in the end. Gotcha. And with that in mind, when was there a specific moment when you said, all right, I'm leaving. Like, this is it. Like, I'm done. Uh, did that build for you? Like, what, what, did, what did that look like? Your, your kind of moment of departure, if you like. Oh, man. I don't know. There's one moment that sticks out in my mind. I don't know if it was the moment of departure or when I was going to quit, but I think it was when I really decided that I was going to, like, quit. I think it was when I was fully, like, I'm actually going to quit. I'm going to make that that jump and it was like i was seeing a therapist and again i think therapists are great because they help you they help you think about things that you don't normally think about uh and again i don't know depends a lot on your therapist whatever um but i remember i was riding my bike to work and i ride my bike to work every single day and <laughs> riding my bike and being like holy shit the whole point of me being in this job right now, the whole point of me working, whatever this, the like these last three years going to college, last seven years, I guess, if you want to put it that way, was I was doing it because I felt this pressure. And the whole reason I didn't, you know, not go to college and try to pursue my own path and pave my own way from the beginning was because I felt like this pressure, my parents never pressured me to go to college, but I felt I don't know if it's because all my peers did it and the way I rationalized it was <clears throat> again, it was like my parents came to the States and they worked super hard. And now I have an opportunity to, you know, make something for myself and make good money and make my life easier was, yeah, I was riding my bike and I was like, Holy shit. I've been living the life that I think I want my parents want me to live and not the life that I want to live. <laughs> And it all like, I don't know, culminated in all in that moment as I was riding my bike to work. And I was like, I, I had that realization. Just, just quickly, just, I just want to, I'm sorry, I had to jump in. Did, did you say <laughs> the life you think your parents wanted you to live? Yeah. So where did that, where did that perception come from? Because you, cause you shared earlier, you were like, my parents were always like, you can do what you want, really supportive. So where, where do you feel that perception? Where did that come from? I don't know. I think it was just like, I tried to put my, <clears throat> I just think it was, I think a lot about what my parents went through and what they did and how much they had to work for me to have like the opportunity that I even have now. Yeah, man. To help get, 
And so I think that's where that came from. It's like, I don't think they would want me to be wasteful. I was just on another recording where I was uh, someone else. I was on someone else's podcast and they were asking me about my family background and what that was like. And I said exactly the same thing. I was like, to see what had gone on for jazz to be here. Like, again, those two generations, my great knowing, like, I guess at that time, yeah, I, it was more my parents, right? Than my, but I knew my grandparents and, you know, what they'd done. But my parents, like, dad was the first one to go to uni and all this. And I had a very different upbringing to the one they had. And I was given so much. And my, my first school was a private school. And I was like, what's gone on? And the investment they've made to get me here, I was like, I kind of owe it to them to um, to to make things easy, well, to make things what I perceive to be easier for them in kind of what I do and to like make the most of this opportunity that I've been given and all the yeah. privileges that I've been afforded, so to speak. It's dude. And you know, what's so funny. I've had, uh, I have so many friends that are immigrants that whatever immigrated to the United States or wherever, you know, like the UK people who immigrated yeah. and it's, they all feel not all of them, but a large majority of them, like the f- people I know, a lot of my friends, they all feel this. I think you put it perfectly. Like they feel like they owe it to their parents. They feel like there's this debt that has yeah. to be repaid there's there's like this huge it feels like this weight on your shoulders that you have to like give back you know what i mean yeah um and i've seen that with so many of my friends who immigrated to like the states and yeah it's it's exactly that and it took me a long time to realize that i had that like that i was thinking like that that i had that that was a force that was pushing me to live my life in a certain way um, and kind of even putting up with like doing things I didn't like to do because I was like, I owe it, you know, my parents, whatever, blah, 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 did, went through this. And like, this is, I can do this. Anyways, I was on my bike and I was like, holy shit. And it's like, I need to quit my fucking job and like go live the life I want to live, go do the stuff I want to do. And Basically, it ended up taking me way longer to quit than I should have. Probably took me like fucking five or six months more time than it should have taken. But I ended up quitting and then, yeah. I think whoever you are, you always say, oh, I could have done this earlier. But when, like, how how old were you when you quit? You it's 25. Me. Right. So I was, I think I was, yeah, I think I was 20. I was either, I was either 25 or 26. So we were the same. And I thought the same. And I'm like, oh, it could have been earlier. It could have been earlier. Because there's always that person who, like, I see others who are like quitting and maybe on this path, like at 22, 23, or straight out of college or didn't even go to college. And I'm like, Jazz, give yourself a break. You're, you were 25. You weren't, you could have been, it, 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 yeah, it is what it is. Like, I, I know people who, step into having a second career or, or whatnot, like much later in life. But like in the grand scheme of things, we were still pretty young. We are pretty young. Um, yeah, it's no, you're right. It is. And you know, it's all right. I mean, we should probably wrap up the podcast soon, but it's like, dude, I do this too. And it's so fucked up. Like I compare my life to other people's lives and the times they achieved something at a certain age. And it's so stupid. 
because I think we've talked about this a lot already, but it's like, it's so dumb that we compare ourselves to people who have had completely different lives. And the, you know, the time, like the timetable, they hit something. It's so it's so ridiculous. But there's something called um, like keeping up with the Joneses where, you know, back in the day, people uh, would compare themselves to others who lived on their street or, you know, in their community or whatever it was. This was before the internet. And what's happened today is keeping up with the Joneses. The Joneses aren't the people who you are around you on your street. The Joneses is everyone in the, in the world ever because we've got access to everyone in the world. Like all, you know, not literally, but our social circles are no longer those intimate like circles. Whereas now, like another example of this, I was speaking to, there was a friend that we went to a concert, like, the weekend and he's he's a big guy he's tall he's big he's he's bigger than 90 95 percent of other men i i've come across in the world and he's got huge legs and he was like i don't think my legs are that big i was like dude you've got huge legs but what he's doing is again we we hone in on like the extremes like at the top um and we don't, we lose sight of it kind of, I think we have this distorted sense of reality and we do this unfair comparison. Um, but yeah, it's crazy. It, it is crazy. Um, you're, you're it right, is. Though. It's insane. It's We've, literally insane. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It really is. Um, you were right time-wise. We probably should start thinking about wrapping up. Um, yeah. So I guess kind of in closing, really to kind of bring this, bring this all together. Do you have any any final thoughts on like maybe anyone who's listening to this up until this point and is right now considering leaving their job? Like, is there maybe anything that you wish you'd known at the time that you might impart to someone maybe going through the same or perhaps to your like your younger self? Um, yeah, it's going to take it's going to take time to get to the next step of like, if you're quitting your job and you're not just planning to go to another job and you're planning to like, I don't know, try and start your own business or a product or a YouTube channel or a podcast or write a book or be a successful author, whatever it is, it's going to take more time than you think probably. Uh, and it's going to take, yeah, it's going to take a <laughs> a lot of effort and it's going to take a lot more time than you think. I would probably say that. Um, so just be prepared for that. Mm, that's a good one. I, I actually, um, I tweeted earlier. I feel like I've had to let a few layers peel back and unravel to discover who I really am and what I'm supposed to be doing with my life work wise. And I just think of the different things I've tried and done. And I, I kind of feel like, my true self has had to really kind of take time to, to, um, to materialize in a sense. Um, because up until the point, I kind of feel like I was, I went from education and then I, I kind of had that structure of like, there were just so many things like from ident identity and confidence and just, I, and just even, like I said, I, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I've had to really explore, um, and um let my like values and interests like come to light um 
so I think that's a really good one because I, I I definitely was like, oh yeah. So I was I was thinking so linearly. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna quit my job and then I'm gonna try and do something. I'm gonna start something and then in a year I'm gonna be flying, or like you know like a year and a bit. And it did not happen. I was like, yeah, a year from now I'm gonna be. I don't know what I'm gonna be doing, but it'll be this other thing and I'll be completely comfortable in it and it'll feel like yeah, this is the thing that I was always meant to do and it does not work like that. Um, no so yeah i'm glad that that's been well not glad but i take comfort in that being your experience too and not only mine um all right so i, th- I mean that i think that's that's been it that's been that's been us talking about why we left our corporate jobs um and not so corporate though in some ways i don't know about you i still think of my my smaller organization still felt corporate in some ways, just less corporate perhaps. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, we've kind of left things open perhaps for next time talking about, okay, we've talked about why we moved away. We really focus on why we moved away. This is why I guess kind of why we moved towards and have chosen to be independent creators, um, if you will. And uh, yeah, I think we've kind of teased out some of those details, kind of talking about things like freedom, but, Maybe we can dig into that a little bit next time. Um, all righty. Do you want to say? Do you want to say bye? If you want to say bye, Sasha. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah. I just want to say thank you for everyone listening, and we'll see you guys next time. Thanks. Yeah. As always. See, see you then. Take it easy.